This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 12 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Now listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be Financially Tuned. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Mike Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner here in Ventura with the Lynn Group. This week, I've got an important topic. We're going to be spending some time talking about identity theft, talking about technology, talking about the things that really affect and impact our lives. But hey, as important as this topic is, I couldn't have a good conversation without my good friend, my co-host here, Tony Shore. Tony, as usual, thanks for joining us every single week. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Mike, and uh, having a great day. Just a crazy busy week, though, and uh, I've been looking forward to doing the show with you. It's a nice day today, so uh, I'm looking forward to this one. Love this time of year. How about you? I know you're always busy this time of year, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we stay busy. We've been we've been doing a lot of the social security workshops as we discuss on the show. Those go very well. I've fallen prey to that the uh, that that Ventura plague cough that doesn't go away. So I've had oh, a cough no. for about a month. Yeah, and you've had that a while. Yeah, every time I talk to you, I'm coughing at you. <laughs> well, yeah, and it doesn't lend itself well to do a radio show, but you've managed to do a good job. No, well, I just sit here, you know, as you see, I'm sitting here sipping tea and just trying to keep it at bay. But it's just one of those things that's amazing. The, the doctor says I'm not sick. They say I'm not contagious. And they say you just have to ride it out, and it could be around for two months, they said. So, gosh. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. It's always, it's always something. Yeah. But mysteriously, you know, it all happened as soon as the kids went back to school. So, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chalk it up to little, little people germs. Sure, sure. Me. blame the kids. Uh, sure. Yeah, they're easy. <laughs> yeah, it is. If you get sick and you have kids and they're going to school, it's like, well, there you have it. Uh, that's probably <laughs> exactly. what happened. Um, but Michael, mm-hmm. what are we talking about on today's show? Uh, you have an interesting topic for us, I know, today. Well, you know, it's so funny, Tony. Remember, we got to kind of go back to the basics here. I'm a, I'm a certified financial planner. I help people with financial planning. And so often when people tune into a show like mine or come visit me in my office or come to one of my workshops, what you always think is kind of that stigma. You always think, oh, here's the financial planner. They're just going to talk about, you know, how much money I got in my 401k and how do they get access to it. And even though those are always fun and entertaining topics, there are so many other things in life, Tony, that really affect us and really impact us. And my job as a financial steward to my clients and to the community is to not only help you with your money, but help you in a lot of different areas. And one of the ways that we can do that is we look externally of how we can protect you, protect your identity, which ultimately protects your money and protects your privacy and your situation. And let's be fair. Turn on the news lately. There's <laughs> wow. so much yeah. going on. It's crazy. It is crazy. You know, I mean, we can go back in time and, and look at all the the security hacks. You know, there was Target and there was Anthem and I think Lowe's. You know, there's always big names on news. But this last one with Equifax was just monumental. 
Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a it was a monster. Well, yeah. yeah what you, was it like? A hundred and sixty nine million people, almost two hundred million people. Uh, records got access, social security numbers, sure. dates of birth, uh, all yeah. that. You know, mother's maiden, all the good stuff that the, that anyone needs to steal your <laughs> yeah. identity, right? Exactly. And you know, it's scary because. How many people are even in the United States? There's like, I don't know, 350 million or 330 million, something like that. And so you're talking about half. Half the people's identity got exposed pretty much to this. And wait a second, half our half our country's kids anyway. So the better part of most right. adults' identity got, got exposed. And that's scary because that's very different than, you know, 30,000 names or, or 200,000 names, you know. It was 150-ish million names of identity got exposed to the bad people of the world. And that's scary. That's something to be very concerned about because we live in a society where technology is important. It's around us. It impacts us. We use it every day. And let's be honest, you have to use it. There's there's no getting around anymore. Unless you're going to go be a, a hermit up in the woods, you have to use technology. You have to embrace it. But in order to do that, you have to be responsible and prudent and protect yourself. You know, otherwise you could have potential problems. Right. And you probably will. I mean, so many people I know have had their identity stolen. Uh, fortunately, I've never had that happen. Of course, people have gotten a hold of my credit card. Uh, I think a lot of us have experienced that where somebody runs up, you know, expenses. And luckily, the credit card company, if you, you know, tell them right away, uh, say, hey, my card number has been stolen. You don't have to pay for those purchases that the thief made, but it still ends up costing you. But boy, when they steal your identity, that's a whole different ballgame. They can ruin your credit and do things in your name that uh, you're not going to like or that you might end up paying for. So this is a really serious topic. And this whole Equifax fiasco brought it to light. And it, it, it upsets me. And uh, I just want to add really quick, Michael, the thing that upsets me about some of this stuff the most, like um, identity theft, credit card theft, and, and technology, you mentioned technology, a lot, of the, a lot of the scams that these guys use this information to do, they target the elderly, they target yeah. seniors, retired people, and that is the, in my opinion, that's the lowest of the low. They take advantage of people who might not be that up on technology to fix it. You know, a lot of people who know what they're doing or have the time and the energy, they go on and they figure out, okay, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Uh, but uh, I think the thieves go after the people who are the most vulnerable. And a lot of times uh, that's us when we're seniors or the elderly. No, it's totally true. And, and, and you bring up a strong point. These are the people that don't actively check their statements, don't actively check their credit. And they don't have the ability to really be aware of a lot of what's going on. And that becomes a big concern. Even to the point you were making, Tony, twice, twice, and maybe this is why in part this is so important to me, twice in the last year I've had my credit card hacked into where people have, have made you know illegal purchases with my credit card. Wow. And fortunately, my bank has called me in both instances and said, hey, Mike, are you, uh, are you out in Alabama right now buying cigarettes? <laughs> and, you know, and you're like, oh, no, what's going on? You know, and you, it's very upsetting. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and it's a frustration. Number one, you feel violated. You, you feel used, you know, hurt in a sense. 
someone's using your identity. They're taking advantage of you, which just feels dirty. Yep. And then, you know, the, the company needs to cancel your credit card. Now you don't have your cards and things if you need them for your own activities for a handful of days. It's just a very disappointing and inconvenient experience. And so we really need to think about that. And I'm a huge advocate of protecting one's identity and protecting one's data, especially on the Internet. So if we drill down through some of the examples, obviously we were just talking about Equifax. You know, that's a, that's right. a big, strong example. Holy guacamole. And we'll talk about that in some better detail in a second. Separately, if you've been following the news, Tony, did you notice um, the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission, just kind of came out that in the beginning of the year, they were actually hacked. And someone hacked into the data where new companies file information of new filings, like IPO kind of stuff. And now the SEC is concerned that that hacked information, they actually used it to make illegal trades to make money in the stock market. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, and you're like, you know, now, you know, that's even scarier, too, because we want to rely on these government agencies. I mean, let's be fair. This is the Security Exchange Commission. You'd think they'd have a, you know. The, the world's most encrypted stuff. You know, they're the ones that regulate and hassle everybody else about it. And yep. and so here we go. You know, there people are hacking in and taking advantage of the stock market. And the, the problem is, is the money's long gone. It's, you know, in Malaysia or somewhere else. So that's scary. Just this week on Think Advisor, there was an article that said identity thieves are trying to loot annuities in Nebraska. And so the... Nebraska Department of Insurance has found out that there has been a number of attempted hacks into annuity contracts where people are trying to gain access to it. And that's because a lot of times insurance policies, whether it's life insurance or annuities, people don't have a tendency of following those values as actively. You know, they get a statement once a year or something like that. And so because there's not a a glaring, staring response of a consumer staring at their insurance account all the time, you know, people are trying to hack in there and try to gain access to those funds. So it's happening all around us. We have to be very conscious about it. We have to be deliberate in our actions of what we're going to do. And we have to protect ourselves because if you just want to do the whole ostrich head in the ground thing and think, well, that stinks, but it probably won't happen to me. What's going to happen, Tony? Yeah, it, it'll happen. It'll happen to you. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, it, it uh, it's going to sneak up on you if your head's in the sand. But then the other end of it is you can't completely panic and you don't want to just start keeping your money in a mattress under your mattress at home. You don't want to <laughs> stick your money in there because that's less safe. Uh, I mean, as bad as these hacks have gotten, uh, you don't want to, you know, you can't, you don't want to bury the cash in the backyard. That's not going to work. Um, plus inflation will eat away at it if the worms don't get into it. So, you know what I mean? I, I mean, you know, people have these crazy ideas, you know, they can overreact. Uh, but I, I think it's time for people to at least react and make sure their money is safe. I know you uh, do the best you can to help your clients keep their money safe and, you know, work with reliable companies and make sure that you're constantly checking these things. That would be your advice, right? Absolutely. And so one of the things that we do is we're very diligent about working with companies and institutions and setting up processes where we do protect our identity and we, we encrypt the information and we work with institutions that also do that. That is very important to us. And so, 
you know, I think we need to take a little bit of a break here. But anybody, if you're curious about identity theft, if you're curious about kind of how your situation works, if you have the appropriate protections in place, if you have the things that you need to protect your documents online in the cloud or, you know, wherever you store things on your computer, give us a call. I'd be more than happy to have a complimentary consultation with you to help you understand how identity theft and, and identity protection can really help protect your finances. Because when you're dealing with retirement, you only have one shot to do it correctly. And anything that gets diminished through fraud, poor timing, poor investing, all those things have a huge impact on you. So give my office a call, 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. You can visit my main website also, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. And we'll be right back after this. Do you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. The Wealth Puzzle, a fiduciary guides to proper retirement planning by Michael J. Mansfield from The Lynn Group. If you're like most of our clients, having access to a retirement roadmap could help ease the financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. That is exactly why Michael decided to author his very own book. The Wealth Puzzle, a fiduciary's guide to proper retirement planning, will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Simply call 805-500-7035 or visit thelindgroup.com to receive your copy today. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with our host, Michael Mansfield of The Lind Group, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Michael, great show today. Uh, we've been talking about identity theft and protecting yourself and really not just identity theft, but also account theft. You know, we're talking about uh, credit cards and accounts. You got to pay attention to your statements. And right. I know that you work with your clients and uh, let's say uh, you're listening out there and perhaps you're retired or nearing retirement. Uh, I would recommend they call you, Michael, and set up a meeting and you can talk to them about the various things that can be done to protect against identity theft, uh, show them what they need to look for in their accounts, and uh, work with you long term to have a plan in place uh, to make sure that all their assets are properly allocated and that um, they're protected and that you're, they're staying on top of them. So this is a broad subject, though. Uh, there's a lot to this and a lot going on out there, isn't there? Absolutely, Tony. And that's why it's tough to try to shove all of this into a 30-minute show. Really, the takeaway for everybody today should be that this is happening. It's something you need to be aware of. And you really do need to spend a little bit of time considering how it could impact you and what are the steps you should take in your life to be prudent and preventative you know, of identity theft. But first of all, let me start by saying... Doing nothing is not a fraud prevention strategy. There you go. Mm. Doing nothing is not going to be valuable to you. Now, what can you do is perhaps the next thought. So going back to it. So to be specific, um, you know, Equifax was reporting that 143 million people's pieces of information and data was, was exposed and, and hacked out of their website. So step one, what should somebody be doing? To me... Whether you're worried about identity theft or not, you should always be checking your financial statements, your bank accounts, your investment accounts. You should be checking your transactions. You should be where, see where you spend your money, make sure that they're accurate. 
you know, even things, you know, you want to get to old school identity theft. You should also be confirming that even when you spend money at a restaurant and you leave a tip that that new value is updated on there correctly to make sure that the waiter didn't exactly, you know, skim a few extra bucks off you. There's a lot of things, you know, whether it's old school identity theft or new school that we really need to be thinking about. So check your statements. And if you don't actively do that, you should be doing that anyways. There's a lot of good rationale for understanding how and when you spend your money. Um, Additionally, one of the things I was reading about is identity theft people have the ability to put these little skimmer cards inside of ATM machines and gas station machines. And so what they do is they're able to skew your transactions. So when you when you charge $30 worth of gas, maybe by the time it shows up on your statement, it's $33 worth of gas because they've thrown on a few bucks for themselves. And so even things like that, unfortunately, we just live in a time where you really need to check everything. You know, is the gas receipt matching what the transaction was on the statement? These are important things to consider. So going back to Equifax, we've had this big data breach. I would encourage everybody to go to Equifax.com. Once you go to the website, right in the smack dab middle of it is a big orange button that says, you know, hey, you know, fraud alert, this has happened, click here. And if you click in there, you have the ability to put your last name in and the last six digits of your social security number. And it will tell you if they feel that you have been impacted by their data breach. Now, what's nice is whether you were impacted or not, Equifax has extended their free identity protection service to everybody in the United States, whether you were impacted or not. Now, it's funny because when this first happened a handful of weeks ago, it was first reported that if you, in fact, sign up for their identity theft protection, you know, their their fraud monitoring alerts and whatnot, um, you were waiving any legal action against them. That was in the small print. Well, fortunately, it turns out that they can't do that, and so they've corrected that. And so if you sign up for their free service, you're not waiving any rights. So I would encourage everybody to do it. If it makes you feel better, I signed up for it last week. So I totally think that this is at least step number one for the moment to sign up for the you know identity protection that Equitrust, Equifax rather, is offering. So, Tony, you got to get out there and do it, man. Well, yeah, obviously that's huge and very important. And I would encourage everybody to do that. And, and Michael, this is great advice. Uh, there are a lot of things, though, that people can do to protect themselves and a mm-hmm. lot they need to be looking out for, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some of the things that you need to consider, for example, if you're not actively using credit, you're not going to buy a car, you're not buying a house, you're not in the process, you can go to the credit agencies and you can put a freeze on your credit report. Technically, what that means is a lender cannot access your report or check your credit history unless you put in a little magic code and unlock it temporarily for them. And so this makes it, you know, the the whole design is so that people can't be opening credit and doing things that you're not aware of because all of your credit is currently frozen. Now, depending on where you live, this kind of varies by state. It was costing between five and ten dollars to do a credit freeze. Some states waive it for people that are 65 and older. Equifax just waived the, the cost for the moment so that you can go in and freeze it at no cost. But my understanding is, is you have to do the freeze at every agency you want it frozen at. So you got you know, if you gotta go to TransUnion versus Equifax, things like that. 
separately, which is an interesting one, is on any credit account, you can put a fraud alert and you can put a 90 day fraud alert on your credit reports. It's free to do this. And basically what happens is if anybody tries to um, do an application or anything, it requires technically that the person that's trying to extend credit has to reach out to you directly and verify that not an imposter is trying to take the credit. Now, there are some other credit alert services. I believe you can extend them and have them on your credit accounts for seven years. So once again, these are just all those prudent things that you can do. Now, what's interesting about credit fraud alerts is if you report it at one agency, that agency has a legal responsibility to report it to all the other ones. So if you just do it with Equifax, they will tell all the other credit agencies that there's a fraud alert on there and everybody is responsible for, for verifying with you. So there's a couple big things right there, Tony, that people can be doing. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, uh, we make sure that we're not affected by fraud. And if we are, we know what to do, right? Yeah, we just want to know if people are trying to access our credit right. to buy buy a car, open a credit card, get their you know Disney Cruise Lines credit card to take their kids on the dream vacation. Mm. You know, whatever someone's trying to do with yeah. your money and your credit, we want to be aware of it. Michael, great show today. We're talking about a serious and important topic, and that is identity theft and credit card theft. And this is happening more and more. So we need to make sure we're doing everything we can to avoid this and, and not to use this as a scare tactic, but just awareness and knowing what to do and how to handle it, right? Yeah, Tony. And, and let's be fair. It's just so disappointing that these are the things that we have to talk about. You know, we, society is all built around trust and, and, and it's tough to know that people are out there trying to take advantage of us. So one of the things that is a little spooky pants is you can go onto eBay, I guess, and you can buy some thing called a skimmer. And this skimmer deal has the ability to, you know, someone goes that sits at Starbucks or hangs out in the mall and they put this skimmer in their backpack and somehow within a 25 foot range, they can suck all the data off of people's credit cards and out of their wallets. And then they go home and for another hundred bucks, they buy a, a credit card printing machine and some blank credit cards. And for, you know, the better part of $200, you can be up and running with you know, stealing people's credit cards. Well, once again, that's pretty upsetting and that's pretty concerning. And so we have to protect ourselves. And so one of the things that I've recently become a huge advocate of uh, for protecting my client's privacy, certainly protecting the important stuff that they keep in their wallet that they walk around town with, is we've gotten what are called RFID cards. They're data blocker cards. And look, I'm not a huge technology buff. But I'll tell you what, this RFID card that you put in your wallet, it's the same size as a credit card. To me, it's like Star Wars, Tony. What it does is it makes a force field around your wallet or your purse of about eight inches. And what it does is it stops anybody that's trying to skim data off of your stuff while you're enjoying a nice lunch. And so they're really nice little cards because, gosh, you put this in your wallet and at least you know at one level of your life, you don't have to worry about somebody somehow zapping all of the magnetic information off of what's sitting in your wallet in your back pocket. So I've become a huge advocate of these. I've been recently handing them out to all of our clients. Once again, if you'd like to schedule that complimentary conversation to come in and talk about identity theft, talk about your retirement planning, I'd be more than happy to offer you one of these RFID cards. 
They do have a limited shelf life though. Because of what they do, they're only good for about five years in your wallet. So you have to replace them over time. But this is just one small way in a whole sea of problems that we can try to protect our clients from one level of identity theft. Obviously, we don't want people skimming your credit card data off you while you're standing there. Well, obviously. And so uh, it's important to do whatever you can. And as long as, you know, if somebody sets up a consultation with you, there's no cost or obligation to that consultation. They can talk to you about your finances and uh, you can hook them up with the RFID card. And I know that you have reports you can run. Uh, It's a great offer. Why don't you let our listeners know about that offer one more time? Yeah, Tony. So what we've been talking about today is with all of this identity theft, if you'd like to set up a complimentary consultation, as as we always say every week, we always give people up front the, the basics of retirement income planning, a social security analysis report, a cash flow plan at no cost, the basic things that you would need uh, you know, when you consider taxes and estate planning to start building out a proper retirement income plan. But to today's theme, I'm reemphasizing the fact that if you're worried about identity theft, you've been impacted by this Equifax thing, you want to talk about it, schedule that complimentary consultation and we can discuss what are the things you're currently doing to protect yourself and we can discuss some potential things that you can do. If that's as easy as putting one of these RFID cards in your wallet and that's just one more way that you're protecting your identity, then that's huge. You've already gained something from that free consultation. Additionally, one of the things just to wrap up here in the last couple minutes, we don't talk enough about internet and website encryption. So we've heard about like the Apple cloud and different clouds getting getting hacked into. We are huge advocates of using very secure, very encrypted websites. See, the most common encryption of a website is what's called 128-bit SSL encryption. That doesn't have to mean anything to you. Um, in its simplicity, just think of someone having to crack a password that's 128 characters long. That's standard. That's what my bank uses. That's what a lot of people use. We have a a cloud where we store all of our clients' important information. We use a 2048-bit SSL encryption. It is the hoitiest, hoitiest, fancy-pantsiest internet encryption, most secure website anybody can purchase. And I do that intentionally because I don't ever want to fall prey of someone hacking in the back door to my client's important information. So if you're using a website that isn't overly encrypted, you know, just a regular crowd, cloud through one of these, you know, third-party providers. Ours is highly encrypted, and I'd be more than happy to discuss how you could have access to that in our complimentary consultation. So give us a call, 805-500-7035. Visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. We're located right smack dab here in the middle of Ventura on Victoria, right across the street from the government center. But give us a call, 805-500-7035. And if you take anything away from today, having no identity theft plan is not a plan. You need to protect yourselves, and you need to start doing it now because this stuff is happening every day. But as usual, we love our new time here at 12 noon. We love our all of our listeners. We appreciate all the calls we get and all the feedback we get. And we'll be back the same time, same place next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Michael Mansfield and the Lind Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 